0: So that which gets praised gets repeated.
1: You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Oh yeah.
0: Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine. Today we're going to be talking about viewing things from the proper perspective. But before we do, let's say a quick shout out to our friends. Hustlers, we've got some things you don't want to miss. Thanks to our friends over at Snap for today's communication tip of the episode. This week, I like to challenge coaches to be proactive communicators rather than reactive communicators. Proactive communicators want to get in front of potential miscommunication. They want to get out ahead and make sure nothing happens on the back end. You so often see in sports when a coach has to come back around and circle everyone back up and say, All right, let me, let me go through this again for you. And they say that in a a disguise of frustration and anguish because they've already gone through this practice. They've already said it once, sometimes even twice, but it still wasn't heard. I like to challenge coaches in those moments to examine, was there something that was missing that first go around? Was there something you could have done better? Because there's something you could have been more proactive to avoid you having to become reactive. Part of that examination process will help you and I become better communicators. Thanks to our friends over at TeamSnap. Make sure you check out TeamSnap.com backslash Hustler to learn more about their communication app that is helping bring teams, parents, and players get organized all throughout the season. And thanks to our friends over at Shot Tracker, there's a reason why individuals like Magic Johnson and David Stern have seen this technology and said, we want in. Because the technology is a game changer. And they're doing it in a way that makes it affordable for you and I, the everyday coach, no matter where you are in the country. If you are interested in bringing high-level analytic technology into your gym in an affordable manner that will change the game for you and your program, make sure you check out ShotTracker.com to learn more today.
1: Okay, Adam, let's dive into this. Uh, you sent me a really interesting note on a, on a, on a possible topic, and it's about a podcast that you heard about good. and. Um, I gotta be honest with you, I'm still processing everything that you told me when you told me about this podcast and really interesting perspective. And I was thinking about how it played out in my life and whether I agreed with it or whether I disagreed with it. But give us some background. Tell us about the podcast, Good.
0: Yeah, so it actually came from, if you listen to Entrepreneur, Entrepreneurial Podcast, the Entree Leadership Podcast is actually what it's titled. And uh, there was a guy named Jocko Willick. He's a former Navy SEAL. And it was really talking about perspective and viewing things from the right lens. And Kyle Emmendorf sent it to me. And it was all themed around this term, Good. So basically, everything that would take place in Jocko Willick's life as a Navy SEAL and in the military, as assuming it was still he was still alive and still breathing, no matter the circumstance whatsoever, it would be good. Hmm. So something crazy would take place. He'd view it and say good, and then he'd immediately follow and figure out what that next thing is. Why is it good? Okay. I think about this very often with like Sam Allen. He's one of the first people I thought about when I listened to this podcast titled Good Sam Allen, no matter the circumstance, assuming he's still alive and breathing, it can be as difficult and as pain, painful as possible. It could be a huge pain in the butt circumstance. He will view it with a
1: good, great day to be a Bradley.
0: Great day to be a Bradley. <laughs> All right, I remember him sharing on social one day, or actually in a text chat, how he had a, a eight hour delay. Right, I was like, ooh, that's tough, right? Because we we're in a text chat. I was like, ooh, that's tough. He was like, no, it was good. Built toughness, strength, and and it's like crazy. You know what I mean? He was like, "No." it was like, it was, "And he said, and he believes it." It was an incredible opportunity to build strength and toughness, and he seriously means that. It's along the same lines of what Jocko was saying in the podcast, Entre Entree Leadership Podcast. Good. I think it all comes back to our perspective, and I love this because I try so hard and to, to live my life this way because. You know, especially as someone who obviously is very, my faith is very important to me. I almost have to, right? Because my faith says all good things are being done for the good of those that follow. So I have to believe that all things are being done in my favor for good, okay? But things all around us, TJ, are happening. How are we responding? Do we respond with good? Are we happy? Can we find the positive in it? Or is it tough, and I think it may be tough because I think most people's perspective is drawn to the negative compared to being pulled to the victory,
1: yeah, this is a really tough one for me like I feel like I can't quit processing it because I'm trying to figure out you know i how you know how I feel and where I land on this because i I do think that uh it's great in theory, all right. So I want to push back a little bit, right? Just push back a little bit. Like I think it's great in theory. You've
0: been hoping for a debate episode, but uh,
1: yeah, and we got one here. But but the uh, the flip side of that is I would be a little bit cautious or weary in, that uh, that people would hide their feelings or emotions based on that, right? Like he's in a, he's in a good mental. Space Like, he's trained himself to be that way. But I I would be hesitant to go into my locker room and say, guys, listen, no matter what happens, everything's good. So, you know, if, uh, you you know, you're failing your classes, just tell me good. You know, like, I'm I'm trying to process it from that point of view, right? So when you look at it, and and, um, I would want my players and my assistant coaches and whatever to tell me, like, This isn't good. Here's what's going on in my life. So that that's where my struggle comes, right? Like I I love the the approach to. I mean, um, you know, you're right. You're alive. You're breathing. Like things are, uh, things could be worse. And you know that old quote, like that. uh, You know, somewhere I think Dick Davinci says somewhere. Uh, somebody with the same circumstances as you is, is, is making a good situation out of this, right? And you're not. And so I, I, and I get that. Someone's dreaming for the problems you have. Right. And I agree with that. And we all need that perspective and we need to get to that place. But there's also times when, you know, I don't think good would, would suffice as an answer to me. And you know, if I asked a player, you know, how it's going on, your girlfriend broke up. It. Oh, it's good. Now, I, eventually I would like my player to understand, like, you know, this is happening for the good. Right? Like, this is for good reason. But blessed are those that mourn. You know, there's there's times, right? There's times when, y- you know, that you're, you're a little bit down. And I don't want people to feel like they have to hide their emotions.
0: Now, you could argue that anything that's done in the past can't be changed. Mm-hmm. It can't. So it's really not an argument. So at this point, no matter what has taken place, you better find the good. You better be able to flip it. You better be able to find the positive in it. Okay? So... In my opinion. So we, yeah. we lost last night. Good. We needed to be humble.
1: I'm struggling with that one. Right, Our, our, our,
0: <laughs> our star player got hurt and we'll miss two games. Good. All right? Our other players will benefit from the experience that they're going to get. You know, Finding different ways can change dramatically how we respond to situations. And I don't – listen, at the end of the day, you're right. Okay, there are going to be moments, and, and this is more of a theoretical yeah. mindset and, and I, and than I, a literal – Every like, my mom died yesterday, good. You know, like, yeah. of course, that's not going to happen. Listen, okay? good
1: is probably the right answer, maybe not always the right response. You know, hmm. does that make – like, so, you know, my star player is out for the next two games, okay? The, the right approach for a coach is not to dwell on it and to say, you know what – there's going to be something in this. I'm going to have to develop these people. They're going to get better because of this situation. We're going to make the most out of it. You need to flip and turn your attention as quickly as possible to how you can make a positive out of this, right? But I'm not sure that I would respond with, oh, good. You know, I'm <laughs> so, glad you're hurt. You well, know?
0: Here's, here's part of the reason why I love this because I feel like most of us and you know, across the board, if we're honest, as I said earlier, we are drawn to – sulking we are drawn to finding the glass half empty we are drawn to the more pessimistic perspective Mm -hmm. we don't need help with that tj no we don't need to develop a better mindset to look at the negative side of what we need to we need to fight that we need to fight that so this can help us fight that and many of us need this fighting practice to be able to view situations in a more positive light and not allow time this always happens oh Two days go by and it's just like negative, sulking, mourning, frustration, anger, all that over what just took place. All of a sudden, you do learn that it was the best thing that ever happened. And then a week later, now you've got the the vision all right, and the wisdom to look back and say, yeah, that was the best thing that ever happened. right? But could that have happened five days instead of seven days later? Could you have sped that process up? Could you have gone through that process in a better spirit had you approached it in a – Good. We're going to find it rather than having to resist it, fight it, and then wait for time to actually communicate that it was a good thing for you. I think we need to develop that habit, right? Because I think a lot of people, we often don't view situations as it is, but rather we view it as we are, Hmm. right? So we may see a situation and we are, because we are so bent from a perspective standpoint to view it and and to think in a negative way that we may see a situation and we're not even able to see it for what it is because we're only seeing it for how we are right. which is a negative mindset so we so it's not the you know i remember hearing someone say whenever a, a satellite picture actually i think it was in um, uh, a podcast you shared with me from athens church levi Lusco yeah he talks about when satellite pictures from the when pictures are sent from satellites up in the sky of our earth and they come back blurry, it's not the earth's fault. It's the lens's fault. Yeah. So when we view things and they're not being viewed in the right light, chances are it's not, that per- it's, not its fault. It's our fault. We're viewing it from the wrong lens. Mm-hmm. I think as a coach, if we we're going to keep growing and building momentum, yes, there will be moments where good is not acceptable. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, It just is what it is. Yeah. But we've got to train ourselves to be able to find moments and flip it to the good as quick as possible. Because I think that affects our joy. I think it affects our ability to overcome it. I think it affects our momentum, right? Because if we dwell too long, our momentum's being halted. I think there's so many aspects we got to get in that mindset of, good, good, I'm glad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with uh, the mindset is too bent the other way, right? I that's I, we definitely, um, especially in coaching. Like, I I can't tell you how many times. Like, I, I mean, you know how much you know my heart for coaches, right? You yeah. know my passion for coaches. Um, but I think one of my biggest pet peeves is I hear so many conversations with coaches around they just didn't want it uh, they just I had a bad group of kids this year yep. i had a y you, you just hear that over and over again right and that um that makes me a little bit nauseous to my stomach i just makes i i know that we all don't have great situations and i understand that but um i i wish we could turn it into something else you know like man it was a challenging year But we did see some progress, you know, something, something like that. I I wish that was the, the gist of what I was hearing more of. But um, at the end of the day, I also think, I mean, I also think there's some truth in the more you invest in something, the harder it is, you know, to just say, well, good. You know, I mean, you don't, you don't put twenty years into your coaching career and then you get fired and say, oh, good, I'm glad it's over. You know, you don't put fifteen years into your marriage and say, oh, oh, she's leaving me, good. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I know that's an extreme, but I think anything that you come, like, I think there is sometimes a mourning period, right? When something you've invested a lot in and you have to, okay, you know, and, and take a little bit of stock of that. So, um, but, but I do totally agree. We definitely have a bend as human beings. And I know as coaches, a lot of us have that bend is to, find the frustration or the thing that's not going well uh, versus flipping it and immediately as quickly as you can get back on the horse and get to get to a positive direction
0: yeah and I, I think I think this term good in this sense of what we're talking about it isn't so much a good in the sense of I'm praising what just took yeah, place yeah. as it is a mechanism and a tool to propel you to start thinking how am I going to get past it? like what's my next step right almost like a transition where Good okay boom now let me jump into what's going to be the next mindset. Right. So almost like a yeah yeah I mean almost like an accelerator like boom this happened now this is going to accelerate you to get past it. You know just the other day I think I've shared with you in the past my dad there's probably not there's not many more people in this world that are more simple from a way of living than my dad. I, I don't know if I've told you yeah, this before. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't have a cell phone none. He's never been on a computer. My dad is, has, has created such a simple life, and he'd be okay with me sharing this because he's actually kind of proud of it. <laughs> he like, he's probably not listening, uh, to
1: well, he's <laughs> not listening to this podcast. He's definitely actually not listening to this
0: podcast. What am I talking about? Okay. All right. Doesn't have a computer. Doesn't have a cell phone. This is a guy who bought a nice acre property but got rid of every single tree on the property except for two because he never wanted to rake a leaf. Okay. And never wanted to have to mow around the trees. This is also a guy that is taking grass killer that has gone around the entire perimeter of his house and the perimeter of his property with grass killer and sprayed a six-inch spray so it is completely brown so he never would have to get his weed whacker out. He could just take his riding mower up to the entire edge of the property and the house and mow it and not have to worry about anything left over. He's created the most simple life. I'm living... <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Oh, and he loves telling you about it. He'll, he'll tell you about it all day. So right now, at the time of this recording, my wife and I and our little girl are living in my dad's basement. We're having a house built, and uh, it'll be ready in a few months, but I'm now spending a lot of time with my dad and my stepmom uh, living there as we wait for this house. And just the other day, his car broke down, right? His car broke down on the side of the road. It was around seven o'clock at night. He was driving home from work, and he didn't have a cell phone, so he did what... You'd have to do it. And I actually asked him, what would you do?
1: Yeah.
0: He went house by house, knocking on the door, asking, like, how about your phone? My car broke down, which I said, Dad, that is the sketchiest <laughs> thing. People don't like that anymore. Yeah. He finally found a guy, used the phone, called. I went and picked him up. And uh, we had away wait for a tow truck. Does he a... did
1: he memorize your phone number?
0: He, I asked him that <laughs> question. I said, Dad, how would you even have our number? He has a laminated phone card of his wife. And all of his siblings in his pocket, in his wallet.
1: Oh, my god! With
0: all the phone numbers. Wow. Okay, it's unbelievable. All right, but I asked my dad, you know, we're sitting there. So I drive, I go pick him up. We're sitting there. We're waiting for the tow truck, okay? Because, of course, we could have saved time if he had called the tow truck, but he didn't want to take two calls of this gentleman's phone, okay? (laughs) So I get there. We have to wait another hour for the tow truck. And we're sitting there, and we're literally just on the side of the road on a curb, waiting for an hour it's like 7 o'clock at night it's dark because of daylight savings and my dad is living out this good in this moment one we start getting into some great conversations like we we really did we started talking about different things had had great conversations we haven't sat and like just talked like that for an hour just uninterrupted and forever he goes man maybe this was a blessing that this car broke down and you were around to come pick me up I mean because I really enjoy chatting with you yeah, it's a good.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: this is because of the fact that he actually had two women. He knocked on their doors, and the two women were like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like, you're like, "Please back away! I don't know you!" And like, really, were awkward. He finally has decided to get a cell phone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a nine ninety nine plan, nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month, no texting, right? He doesn't want any. He just wants phones, okay? Right, yeah. It prompted him to get a phone, so he's finally getting a phone, right? It allowed for us to build. You have a really nice evening. We end up grabbing dinner afterwards, right? Because it was just kind of weird out and about treating me at dinner. It was great. That's a situation of good. Yeah. The car broke down on the side of the road coming home from work. People would be pissed. People would be irate. They'd mm-hmm. be frustrated, oh, annoying, end of the long day. This stinks. My dad's like, good. This was really, really special. And it's one of those things we have a memory now. That night is going to be memorable. Yeah. That's, a, that's an example, long-winded of good
1: absolutely yeah I I was just thinking about uh, some of my plane travels how how frustrated we could get if you've always ever heard you know imagine living in 1890 when if you wanted to go from (laughs) from Baltimore to Atlanta you'd take a horse and buggy you know rather than me just flying over here in a half hour and a half and goes to the 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 one where the pilot, you know, they're on the ground, and uh, everybody's pissed off. They're on the runway, and they can't take off because of the weather. And they're sitting out there for like two hours, and everybody's just getting complaining and furious. And the, the pilot comes over and says, um, ladies and gentlemen, would you rather be down here wishing you were up there or up there wishing you were down here? <laughs>
0: Good point. You know? Yeah.
1: And, uh, good. Yeah. Point. Good, <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. You, you, I mean, there's so many. There's so many examples where good would be a good answer. And I think you're right. Like, good, it doesn't mean. Good. Like I'm praising time. that. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm glad that I, it just means, okay, I'm good. I have the information I need to now move forward to do the best I can do.
0: And I think coaches, we have to set that example. Yeah. Right? Because our if, if we have a tendency to be lean and bent towards the negative, our players will too. So like we've gotta constantly train ourselves to be able to find the good in situations. Right, because I yeah. mean, otherwise morale within the team is going to really suffer if you aren't able to do that. And and I you know I even think about it from a family aspect. I need to be able to do it in a family aspect. There's things that are going to happen. I want to keep the spirits up of my wife and and just overall, you know, just say hey, hey, it's it's okay. I, th- mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good thing. Yes, I think it's going to be a good thing. And and how quickly can you get your mind there is the challenge. Can you get it there quickly, or does it take work? Does it take days? Yeah. Does it take you going through an emotional roller coaster up and down to get there? Get into the habit,
1: develop this good. Yeah, and in hindsight, most of the time it is good. You know what I mean? When you look back on your life, and you know that job that you lost, and you realize, good, it was actually setting me up for this, or that thing that didn't go through. Well, good, we actually got this instead. And I think most of the time when we look back on our life. Uh, we realized a lot of those situations that we didn't think were good in the moment actually were good, and if we could rewind, it, we would have benefited from having this mindset of good.
0: You know, I don't think it's naive to find good in bad situations. I don't. I think some people do think that. If I use be naive, yeah. you know, I, I don't think that is. I think that's actually a sign of maturity, right? Yeah. To be able to do that, and and it's because so few. It's almost like a skill and, and why do I say it? because not a lot of people have it. Yeah. They yeah. struggle with it. Yeah. So work on that. Maybe this episode kind of challenged you. How do you do? We've asked some questions in past episodes. If you had to grade yourself and the last things that you would the last ten things that took place in your life that many would, could have viewed as frustrating, disappointing, annoying. Were you able to find the good? How quickly did you find the good in the situation?
1: Yeah, and for those of you that are literal literal, literal, work your way into this slowly. When your player comes and say, my girlfriend just dumped me. Don't say good. You know, like, we're, Good, more time good, for good. basketball. Yeah, good. Yeah, be, be, be careful. But, uh, yeah.
0: Listen, hey, I'm Adam. He's TJ. We appreciate you listening. It's a good thing that you tuned in today. Um, but till next time, we are the Hardwood Hustle and we're out.